All right, welcome back. So the Nuggets have been crowned your new NBA champions. And um, yeah, I was wrong. Again, I understand I'm wrong quite a bit with this kind of thing. I don't know why, um, but that's just how it goes with me, I guess. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, I got to talk about Nikola Jokic's legacy now. And um, I also went through some in this day basketball history for the day that's being released, June 16th in which a lot of interesting stuff happens. So we're going to look at that first and then get into Nuggets winning. So we'll go ahead and get into that. Just go ahead and, and uh, hit it. You're listening to The Assist with Trevor Hart. Okay, so um, this day in basketball history, pretty interesting. Lots of winning, lots of trades going on as well. This time last year, the Warriors won over the Celtics to get their seventh championship. Let's see here. The, on, in 2015, the Warriors got their fourth championship over the Cavs. The first of the Steve Kerr, Stephen Curry, Splash Brothers era. In 1996, the Bulls won their fourth championship over the Sonics in an 87-75 win. And if you look at the uh, 20... 16 Warriors, they beat the Cavs 105-97. <laughs> uh, that's, that's pace for you. Uh, let's see here. 1993, Jordan scored 55 over the Suns in a six-point victory. But what I wanted to really talk about was the trades that have been going on. We've been hearing some interesting trade rumors recently about Bradley Beal possibly going anywhere uh, except the Celtics. They're not interested for reasons. I'm not percent sure. Um, yeah, we're hearing a lot of stuff. Uh, Damian Lillard could possibly be going places, even though the, the trailers said they're not going to trade him at the moment. Um, I think that that's just a tactic of saying you're going to have to give us your best stuff pretty much for him. And, uh, man, I don't know. So, three trades happened, not all on the same day. But, at this point, in different years, three interesting trades happened. Moses Malone was traded from the Sixers to the Bullets. And this started to be a decline in his career. Happened 85-86. He'd already been in the league 11 years. Or, sorry. 86-87 was his first year in Washington when he's been in the league for 12. But 85-86, when he gets traded, he's still an all-star. 23 points a game. And actually in Washington, he still is an all-star for two ye for those two years in Washington. Uh, he actually kind of had an uptick in points. Went from 23.8 to 24 uh, but it's sitting that's around the same. But then his second year in Washington, he drops down four points all the way down to 20. And he started, he went down about every year from there. Except for his second to last season, he went from 4.5 to 5.3 and then way down to 2.9. Um, I talked about Moses Malone. I have a whole episode dedicated to him. So if you uh, have not listened to that one, I, I, I would suggest it. I mean... Uh, not say it's one of my best ones, but I, I really do like that episode, and I think it's something I've gotten recognition for. Um, so that happens. He, he takes a little bit of a downtick. Not a ton, but just a little bit. 
Uh, let's see here. 1982, David Thompson goes from the Nuggets to the Sonics, and this is a real downturn. Um, he was already going down. He went from like a 25-point-a-game scorer. His last season in Denver, he went to 14, uh, pretty much 15. Then in Seattle, again, I, okay, I don't know what's up with this. So all these guys so far, they get traded. They're all stars, right there. Um, but he went up to about sixteen points a game, and then, but it was a second to last season. Then he goes down to twelve. David Thompson, one of the more interesting players you'll find. Um, how do, how do, okay. So he ins- he inspired Michael Jordan. I mean, he went to NC State. Jordan lived in Carolina. That was all he could really watch was Carolina, NC State, Wake Forest, Duke. Wake Forest and Duke, I don't think were worth anything at that point. So NC State and Carolina were all the rage, especially when David Thompson was leading NC State to championships. And... The athleticism that David Thompson played at was incredible. Something that I know of, I had to have talked about this before. Um, at one point during a game, I think against Pittsburgh, he went up to block a shot and jumped so high, he caught the end of his shoe on a guy's head and completely flipped over and hit his head on the floor and had to get, I think, like 11 stitches. That sounds small. Maybe it was more. Um, that, just a freak athlete that he is. And, I mean, a, and a complete all-around score. When it, I mean, he was in the ABA for one year. It's 26 points a game. Goes in the NBA, and he does not waver. Still at 26, his third year, second in the NBA, goes up to 27 points a game. That'd be the highest he'd ever score. But, you know, he scored 20 points a game for, let's see here, five seasons. No, six seasons. And, uh, only a five-time All-Star show, and I mean, I, that again, that one was in Seattle. Apparently, scored seventy-three points in the game. I mean, and that story is amazing. If you haven't seen a basketball love story, check that one out because I think it was him and George Gervin were fighting for the ABA scoring title. And actually, if I look here, David Thompson got Rookie of the Year. Obviously, for that year, um, I want to see the scoring. Um, so he, David Thompson came in. Oh, it wasn't even close. What am I thinking of then? I know there was a one point where David Thompson he scored seventy three, and I think that's like the same day. I think it was George Gervin scored just as much, maybe. Um, yeah, because by this. It's not even close. Julius Irving blew him out of the water for this. Um, So, yeah, David Thompson, again, if one of those careers where you look at it and you're like, God, Coke 
cocaine really ruined that. Um, I've I think I talked about like one of my first episodes was you know a, the NBA was on tape delay. It was in a tough spot right around the when 1979 80 comes around. Uh, plenty of players are on coke, and players like David Thompson are starting to falter because of that or they're not doing so well because of that um and it just became one of those things where magic and bird came around they knew how to market to those types of players and it took off from there so david thompson i don't want to necessarily call him a martyr for the for basket for the nba today but it was definitely something that he was like the face, at least in, when I hear about it, like the face and guys where it's like, man, if he wasn't on coke, I mean, come on. Um, so, yeah, David Thompson, pretty important, but he was traded on this day. And then the, the one that really surprised me, 1975, Kareem was traded from Milwaukee to L.A. And technic and uh, I mean, also his first year, he was an all-star Duh. I mean, it's Kareem. He missed one All-Star game his whole career. And it was when he played 62 games. So, again, kind of a downtick in scoring. He went from a 30-point-a-game scorer to around a 26-25-game scorer. And then Magic comes in and he drops down to about a 20-point-a-game scorer. Kareem was just insane, man. There's no way, no other way around it. Uh, we're going to talk about it later, but last year I named him my second best player ever. Um, you, you score that much. I mean, come on. I mean, LeBron is definitely going to have to be up there now. We're going to do some rearranging of this list coming up in a minute. Um, but, yeah, so interesting to see these trades happen on this day. Obviously, it's not that day yet in 2023 because I record a day early. But if anything happens, it's it's been in the cards. So definitely, we'll see what happens. All right. The Nuggets are your NBA champions. Now, after game one, I was still confident in the Heat. I had said the Heat before. I, I wanted them in six. Um... I was still confident after game one. 11 points in Denver is not a bad loss for the Heat, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I was... All right, so here, here's my thing. I talked about it a couple weeks ago, but it was just like I liked the veterans on the Heat. I think a lot more than I did on the Nuggets. But when those veterans played such a huge role... On the team, it, I now wonder, should I have been as confident? Because the veterans on the Nuggets, I mean, let's go ahead and look at the team. You're like veteran players. Casey, can tell you he's called well, Pope, has played nine years. Is that really a veteran? Uh, Jeff Green, Ish Smith, DeAndre Jordan. Reggie Jackson, maybe? These guys don't play a huge role. Like, if ever. They don't really play that much. Jeff Green got some solid stuff in. But for the Heat, 
I'm looking at Jimmy played. He's played 11 years. I think that's veteran stats. Kyle Lowry 16. Kevin Love 14. Udonis Haslam, I guess, but he never plays. So I'm looking at mainly. I'm looking at Lowry and Love, and I'm like, these guys have been here. You know, they're they can help out. But when they play as much as they do, I started to wonder, should I have really put that much faith in them? I don't know. I, I died on the sword. I, I don't think I ever really wavered on it. I was still confident in the heat. Um, I thought their defense would have been in better than what it was. Uh, Bam, I was relying on him. Jimmy, of course. Now that I look about it, that's now that I look at it, it's kind of about it in terms of like really great defensive players. Um, and Jimmy didn't even play that great of defense. Um, he were were without Tyra Hero, twenty points a game, but you know you made it to the finals. I don't that can't be used as an excuse. Uh, three point three point shooting was fine, not what it needed to be. So yeah, and I mean. I don't know. Miami, they got game two. I mean, in Denver, again, if you're going to, what's one thing you got to do if you're an underdog? You got to steal home games. Um, and I, you know, they win game two. And I'm like, all right, Miami, let's go. You, you fell back on that one. Go get it. Denver just takes it the rest of the way. A 109-94 victory in game three in which... I I had heard about it. I didn't. I wasn't able to watch it. Um, I was I was coming back from Texas when that game was going on. So uh, and by the way, shout out to the uh, Trine softball team, national champions. Let me say it again, national champions. An incredible feat. So glad I was there to watch it. Um, yeah, national champions respect on their name like they already should have had it but regardless so I was so I was on my way back from Texas during that game and all I saw was a notification first game ever two first team to have two players have 30 point triple doubles in any game not just a playoff game any game Jamal Murray 34 10 assists 10 rebounds Jokic 32 points, 10 assists, 21 rebounds. Even Aaron Gordon had a double-double, 11 and 10. So, yeah, and after that, you're like, all right, that's a tough, that's tough to swallow. Then Denver, 108-95. I mean, Jokic scoring 23, Aaron Gordon at 27. Jimmy at 25, Bam at 20, just not much. Kevin Love at 12, so maybe I was kind of right, but he only played 18 minutes. Kale Martin, 11 and 32 minutes, not enough. Kyle Rowley, 13 and 32, not enough, even with seven assists, in my opinion. Duncan Robinson, 12 points in 25 minutes. That's fine, I guess. Um, and then the last game, game five, 
it was just never in it just seemed like it was never in the cards like the heat had good runs but the nuggets were just better bam and jimmy had 20 and 21 respectively Struess 12 lowry 12 and 34 minutes only had four assists and i mean he definitely had an impact when he was on the floor i think at one point they says plus minus was like plus 18 uh if he finished at plus five Kale Martin, 10 points, had a plus 13. Um, Bam Adebayo had a minus 3 on the day, so that's not great. Then Jokic, only player in the Nuggets to score 20. He had 28, uh, 15, 15 defensive rebounds, 16 total, 4 assists. Uh, Murray at 14, KCP had 11, Michael Porter Jr. 16, Bruce Brown at 10 off the bench, and that was really all they needed off the bench. I mean, they got 11 more from Christian Brown and Jeff Green, but that's all. They they needed that 10 off the bench. That was it, for honestly. Um, so, yeah, the Nuggets win. Congrats to them, obviously. I mean, I'm not going to hate on them because they beat my pick. Um, I knew it was sort of a stretch. I mean, the Heat are, are an eight seed. Uh, they're the second eight seed to ever make it to the finals. Um, and, you know, they both lost. And, yeah. So, and actually, in, okay, interesting enough. I just thought about this. The Nuggets were the second team from the ABA to win a championship now. The Spurs have won five already, but they're the second team to do it. The Spurs got their first championship in 99, beating the Knicks. The Knicks were the first eight seed to ever make the finals, going up against the Spurs. Um, the Nuggets win their first championship going up against the Heat, the second eight seed ever to win. So if we want the Nets or the Pacers to win, we need to root for the Western Conference eight seed to get out of there. And the Western Conference eight seeds aren't as successful as, I remember, I think there's only been two Western Conference eight seeds to make it, and they both went out in the second round, I believe. So, maybe a while for the Pacers. Uh, maybe that streak will be broken. I don't know, but it seems to be that first championship for an ABA, for a former ABA team, is coming over eight seeds. I don't know. It just seems like it. So... Let's go ahead and get into uh, Nikola Jokic. Officially, now an NBA champion. Now the accolades read off. Five-time All-Star, 2023 NBA champion. Five-time All-NBA. All-Rookie in 15-16. A two-time MVP. 22-23 Western Conference Finals MVP. And the 2023 Finals MVP. Giving both the Magic Johnson Trophy for Western Conference and the Bill Russell Trophy for the finals. And um, Adam Silver said it perfect that, uh, you know, the first year not having Bill Russell to hand out the award, or at least being alive to see who gets handed out the award, made sense to be a big man. Um, I pose the question, where does Jokic now rank? Two MVPs, a finals MVP, um, it should be three MVPs. I mean, honestly, um, and my friend JT brought up a very good point. 
you kind of have to put them in the same as Giannis because they're like the exact same <laughs> accolades. Um, and I will find Giannis. Um, Giannis, two more All Stars. Um, uh, two more All NBAs. Of course, he's been in the league for two more years. Five-time All-Defensive for Giannis. 16-17 Most Improved. Two-time MVP. 19-20 Defensive Player of the Year. All-Star MVP in 2021. 2021 Finals MVP and NBA 75th Anniversary Team. Um, I'm just... Okay, right now. When the 100th Anniversary Team comes out, or I don't know, maybe they'll want to do a big PR thing, do 80. I don't know. Jokic will be on it. It's 100%. It's guaranteed for me at this point. The fact that, I mean, he wasn't on it at the point because, you know, he was just starting to win MVPs. Um, and he, we knew how good he was, but it's just we, you know, now I think we recognize it. And I understand that this happens every year. A team will win the championship, and now we start debating, oh, my God, where does this player rank? Their best player, oh, my God, what happens to him? We just happened with Kawhi Leonard in 2019. He's not letting that down. Um, we do it with Kevin Durant all the time. Like, And we're talking about, is he the best player in the league? Um, I'm... I want to start the debate, where does Jokic rank all time? I th He's the best in the league. He should have won three straight MVPs. He should have been the first player to do it since Larry Bird. Should have done it. The argument, I get it, to where you have to put him in that upper echelon of Bird, Wilt. Um, but why he doesn't, des I think he deserves it, <laughs> honestly. And is this helped by Embiid being knocked out early and not having great performances, even though he was injured in the playoffs? Yes, 100%. Hindsight is twenty twenty. We're always going to look back at this and be like, my God, how did he even do that? Like, how did he not win the MVP? In the moment, I was, I was on the train for Embiid winning the MVP. I was. Um, but yeah, now, now, and again, I understand we do this all the time. Should he be up there? If I look at my top 10 from last year, top 10 players all time. I had MJ, Kareem, Larry Bird, Magic, Bill Russell, Tim Duncan, Dr. J, LeBron, Curry, and Kobe. Honorable mentions were Jerry West, Oscar Robertson, Shaq, Wilt, CP3. I threw in Stephen Curry to my top 10. And I think he has to stay. So now we throw in Giannis into a question mark and Jokic. Now, is this going to be recency bias? Yes. Um, at the moment, again, this has really helped with the Nuggets winning it all. And again, I'm not a big fan of basing 
I'm not basing everything off the ring. It helps a lot. Rings are not the end of it all. It's a whole episode on it. If you're basing it off rings, Bill Russell is the greatest. End of discussion. By that argument, Robert Ory is better than Michael Jordan. Robert Ory has seven rings. But when you are comparing players who have such similar accolades, and of course Giannis has the defensive factor, which I'm very particular to. I love me def- I love me some defense. But when you add the championship in there, and I know Giannis also has a championship. I understand that. God, it's tough. It, it's still tough. Because when I think Giannis is a power forward, right? We'll call him a power forward. Power forward, small forward, point guard, and shooting guard. Well, you might as well put center in there, basketball reference. Uh, when I look at power forward, Power forward is easier to get into because so far the only power forward on my list is Tim Duncan. So you got to knock out someone. Um, LeBron is going to have to move up on my list for sure. Center, a little tougher to crack because they're so high. For me, Kareem is two and Bill Russell's five. I don't think he's better than Bill Russell or Kareem. Kareem has a scoring factor. Russell has that defensive factor that I really do like. (sighs) I think... I don't know who can fall out here. Honestly, I'm looking at it, and I was surprised I had Dr. J in there. I think Dr. J can fall out, and I think Kobe can fall out. Um, Because to me, I remember... I took Big O out of top 10. Can Well, he's still in contention. He's an honorable mention. I took him out of top 10 because, you know, not it's, it wasn't the only thing he had going for him, but the main thing everyone knows about Oscar is that he averaged triple-double a season. Russell Westbrook did that. It, it, it doesn't look as impressive. I think he did the same with Shaq and Wilt in terms of dominance. If Shaq wasn't as dominant, Wilt would be in there. But Shaq proved you can be dominant in a more in a in an era where it was harder to be dominant. So I, I took them both out. Maybe Shaq could squeak back in there. Um I think Kobe can go because he's so similar to Jordan. And I know that sounds crazy when, you know, He's so close to the best player ever. But he's not as good as Jordan. And I I think Kobe can go. I, I think he can. So, does Giannis slip in? Does Jokic? Um, so, if I had to update this. Let me get another post-it note. Let's update this. Number one is still MJ, 100%. Number two is still Kareem to me. Even though LeBron passed him in the scoring title, 
I Kareem's my favorite player ever. Something tells me this is just never going to falter for me. I mean, just look at his accolades. Hall of Fame, obviously. 19-time All-Star. Again, he only missed one in his whole career. Two-time scoring champ in Milwaukee. 75-76 rebound champ. Four-time block champion. Six-time champion. Uh, 15-time All-NBA. 11-time All-Defensive. Again, that's that's it for me. 69-70 All-Rookie, obviously because he was Rookie of the Year. Two-times Finals MVP, six-time MVP, and a NBA 75th anniversary team. Now, I think number three, I'm going to have to bump Bird and Magic. To me, they're forever going to be together. I said that. LeBron is up there now. 100%. I've, I've, I argued at one point that he could be the greatest. He's up there. Number four. I'm still going to have to go with Bird. Bird and Magic are are intertwined. They are definitely, they can flip-flop. Bird's from Indiana, I got to represent. So we got five already. Heck of a starting lineup. You got Magic at the one, MJ at the two. Bird the three, throw LeBron at the four. He can do it. Kareem at the five. Number six. Uh, keep Bill Russell. He just falls down one slot. Number seven. I still think Duncan is better than Giannis, so I'll throw in Tim Duncan. Number eight. Now at number seven. Last year, I had Dr. J, and I said he can fall out. I think he can here. Number eight, I think I'm going to go with Stephen Curry. So Curry jumps up one overall. Number nine. Oh, my God. This sucks. This really sucks. Um, number nine. I only have one power forward on here. I have two centers. I'm not saying I need two of every position, but it would it would help. Number nine. I'm gonna have to go with Giannis. And number 10. Oh, God. There's... God, there's so much to look at in this. Giannis is in because leading the Bucks to the title was huge. I mean, but Jokic leading the Nuggets to their first ever is a big thing. Oh, why do I put myself in this scenario? Dr. J falling out from seven just doesn't sound right. But again, I look at it and I'm like, 
I don't really get why how I don't I don't remember how I got to the conclusion that he was in there. Especially so high. <laughs> Maybe was I going two no, I wasn't going two per position because LeBron is in there with Bird. Last year I had two shooting guards, two point guards, two centers, one power forward, three small forwards. Unless no, I couldn't even include LeBron as a power forward. It doesn't even make sense. Um, so now I have two power forwards. I don't want to go two per position. That seems like I'm painting myself to a corner. Okay. The Jokic is so generational. He didn't. We haven't. We haven't seen this since Artavis Sabonis. And Sabonis wasn't even that great when he came to the NBA. Like, Sabonis was way out of his prime. Let's see, Artavis Sabonis. When he entered the league, he was 31. And he didn't even average like that high in assist numbers. Jokic is averaging... 6.6 6.6 assists for his career. Almost, Jokic almost averaged a triple-double this year. He should be in that category with Bird and Wilt, but I don't even have Wilt in the top 10. So how far does that logic go? I think for another year, I'll, I'll have to reevaluate at some point. We'll keep Kobe in at, at number 10. God, Dr. J falling out just feels kind of wrong. So what? our question marks now are Dr. J. Uh, West, I don't think he's a question mark anymore. He's up there. Shaq is a question mark. These are guys up for debate. Wilt, still up to debate, I think. At CP3, I think he's out of debate now. And, and I willed that down. So this is June 15th, 2023. Okay. Now that that's done. Oh, Jokic, duh. That's, that's the R question mark. Ah. Again, it's all on recency bias. I can look at this tomorrow and I'd be like, God, you put Giannis at nine? Um, Yeah, so far, based on my gut, I did that on the fly, by the way. I did, like, you you could probably tell that that wasn't, like, oh my God, yeah. I, I had it already written down, already thought out, had my points brought up. No, I was arguing with myself the entire time. But I'm going to stick with it. My top 10 for now. June 15th, 2023. Or the 16th. Because that's when this episode will come out. MJ. Kareem. LeBron. Jumping up five spots. Bird Magic. Bill Russell. Tim Duncan. Stephen Curry. Giannis. And Kobe. Again, I I feel like Kobe needs to be on that doorstep of out of the top 10 just because the Jordan imitation. 
So yeah, will will Jokic end up being towards the mountaintop? I think he will. I mean, come on, let's look at his right now. He's twenty seven. Holy crap, he's only twenty seven years old. Giannis at the moment is twenty eight. Okay. Um. But again, let's. Jokic's 27. He's drafted in 41st overall, 2014. That is, I think, something that will be brought up. Although Giannis went 15 in 2013. Or no. Yeah, 2013. So Giannis has only been in the league. Let's see, 15, 16, 13. Yeah, he's been in the league two more years. No, duh. Um. In terms of, again, it's generational talent in terms of seeing the floor. He's starting to hit threes now. Um, the incredible passes he has. I think what will hurt him in the long run because he seems like someone who would be loyal. Denver is not great for media coverage. I think it's the same with Giannis and Milwaukee as well. But, you know, we've heard about Giannis for so long. And Milwaukee's pretty close to Chicago. Gets enough coverage. But Denver... I mean, maybe this is what happened with Alex English. He played in Denver for a long time. Um, Someone who I thought should have been on the NBA 75 team for the entirety of the 80s. The entire decade of the 80s. Alex English leads, led scoring. Think of all those players that played in the 80s. Magic and Bird played throughout the entire 80s. Jordan, I know he came in in 84, but he still played in the 80s. Think of all those guys. Alex English leads them in scoring. Now, he didn't win much. But, you lead an entire decade in scoring, and he's not on the NBA 75 list. He played in Denver. So, and even though that they won, people are still like, everyone said, oh my God, this is the most boring finals ever. God. Sit back and just watch Jokic because they don't get a lot of national rec- recognition, not a lot of national TV games, not a highlight guy, but my God, just sit back and watch it. It is a generational thing that we will not see for a while. End of story there. So, that being said, that will be it for this week. Just want to thank you for listening again. Sorry I missed last week. Um, but I was in Texas. Well, I wasn't in Texas on Thursday when I record, but, you know. Been, been on the road. I was on the road 12 hours at that point. Got back at like 9:30 a.m. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not doing this. So, um, yeah, should be a normal schedule from here on out. Uh, we again, it's just we play by ear at this point. Um, bunch of stuff going on, but softball is done, so I have a feeling I'm not gonna be going anywhere to miss recording. So, yeah. We'll talk to you next week. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at DMHard00. And again, I'll talk to you next week. Peace.